All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you don't know who I am, you're like, who is this lady on the internet? Hey, 76 Grimke, I am Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like getting your articles of incorporation, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, having appropriate contracts so you don't get burned by partners and clients, uh, basic brand protection strategies, hiring policies that don't get you sued for discrimination. I help you do all of those foundational things to make your business grow strong and, you know, and big and strong. Uh, if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do all of those things, I'm so happy you asked. I'm a licensed attorney. I have been one for 14 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has the time, the money, or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if we're going to make it in business, there's just some things that we need to know. There's no way around it. Uh, so that's why I'm here. So if you're in the startup phase of your business and you need, you know, some legal guidance because you don't know how do I set my business up legitly, I want you to go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. That is the only link in my bio on Instagram and it is all over my page on Facebook at linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm. You can connect with me in many different ways. You can book a free 15 minute consultation. If you're a first time client, you can download the free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less. You can also also access many of my video trainings like my let's get EIN numbers training my DUNS numbers training operating agreements where I teach you how to actually go through these processes to build your business hi Red Baron 55 and you can also uh, subscribe to the YouTube page and the podcast I only have I'm only four subscribers away from a hundred uh, subscribers on my YouTube page so I would really appreciate it if you guys would give me a follow over on YouTube because a girl is trying to get her YouTube shmane all right hey Facebook friends please say hi as you come in so I can greet you properly is that is that Andrea hey girl um Yes, yeah, so that is what I do, okay? Um, but that is enough about me. Let's get to the show. The way that the show works is I pull stories from the news, stories from blog sites, stories that you guys send me. Um, I choose the ones that relate to our lives and have lessons that we can learn as business owners, and we discuss them. So this is a conversation. I want you guys to get involved. Um, don't be shy. It's a lot more fun. Hey, Trista. I'm good, hon. How are you? Um it's a lot more fun when we all participate, so don't be shy, okay? I love it when you guys give me a commentary, because y'all be funny, and y'all have some good insight, so don't be afraid to, you know, let me see what your thought process is like, okay? All right, so let's get started, okay? Uh, first things first, um, if you watch Muppet Babies, if you or the Muppets, if you are familiar with the Muppets at all, any iteration of the Muppets, um, give me a thumbs up and then tell me who your favorite Muppet character is. Uh, for me, my favorite Muppet characters, I actually have a few. I love Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy, she is just so much. Um, I love uh, Animal. And 
and who else is my yeah those those two are pretty much my favorites i love animal and i love miss piggy so if you are familiar with the muppets give me a thumbs up and tell me who your favorite muppet character is and if you are old enough to know you know that muppets they had we had regular muppets and we had muppet babies when we were coming up trista said kermie yes kermit the frog okay um now, much like many of our childhood favorites, Muppet Babies has been rebooted. Uh, the D Disney has actually done a Muppet reboot, a Muppet Baby reboot. Um, it's more compute, it's more CGI, computer generated. You have no favorites, okay? Um, but um, yeah, so so Muppet Babies are back, and there is someone who is not happy about this. Uh, there is a gentleman by the name of Jeffrey Scott, okay? Jeffrey Scott was one of the original screenwriters for the original Muppet Babies. So when Muppets first came out, he was one of the people who worked on that show. He's also worked on Spider-Man, um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and some other famous cartoons, right? Um, and Jeffrey Scott is upset with Disney. He is suing them for copyright infringement over Muppet Babies because he is saying that he owns the copyrights to what is called the production Bible um, from which the new Muppet series is based. So basically he's saying like the framework, the, the, the outline, the plan, the blueprint that you used for this reboot, I own that and you owe me some money. Now here's the thing. Jeffrey Scott doesn't have a legal copyright to this production Bible. He says that he had a verbal agreement with the original producers of the Muppets, meaning Jim Henson and the other people who produced it. He said they had a verbal agreement, okay? Um, and he wants money, he wants a production credit, and he wants some of the profits from, uh, from, um, from, from the new Muppet Babies reboot, right? Hey, Zephyrina. Um, so now Jeffrey is saying that all this was done verbally, that there's no, you know, and you know, it was just kind of a handshake thing. So it's basically his word against Disney. So I want to know from you guys, what do you think is the likelihood of Jeffrey Scott winning this, uh, this copyright infringement suit? right? Because he was working on the Muppets in the 80s. Um, and in that time, we didn't have that rule where you have to have a legally registered copyright, right? But now we're in an age where they're saying, hey, if you're going to sue for copyright infringement, you need a legal copyright, a registered copyright. So Jeffrey Scott is saying, look, I don't have no legal copyright, but I promise you that me and Jim Henson and all the people who originally did Muppet Babies, they told me that I have copyrights copyright rights to this production Bible. So I want some money from Disney. So do you think, <laughs> Trista said no chance in hell. <laughs> Trista, I don't think you're wrong. As much money as Disney has, Disney is not going to take this without a fight, especially if you don't have a legal copyright. Now, um, during the time when Jeffrey Scott was working with Jim Henson and these other parties, he was kind of like an independent contractor. They paid him per, per script um, or, or, you know, per production. So he was never a part of the, of the you know, official staff. 
76 Grim case said 0%. Y'all have no faith in Jeffrey Scott's case. Um, either way, Jeffrey is, Jeffrey is trying to get some money out of Disney. He said he wants his name in the credits. He wants some shmoney. He's saying that, you know, you're, you're basing your entire show off of my work. But Jeffrey, where is the proof other than your word? You're saying that this was a verbal agreement that was done maybe almost 40 years ago because we're in 2020 right now. The Muppets were, what, the 80s, 90s? It's like almost 40 years. So how are we just supposed to take your word over this? Where is the proof? There's no paper trail at all. This is why it's important to have your intellectual property written down and registered so that there is no question. So you don't have to prove that you own something because look at us right now. We're not, you know, we're just some people here hanging out and we're looking at this case and we're like, this don't look right in the light, Jeffrey. All I have is your word against theirs. Why would I believe you? What, what standing do you have? Now it's not to say that you didn't work on the Muppets before, but we don't have any proof saying that you have copyrights to this production Bible. And I'm sure that Disney didn't just steal the production Bible. It was sold to them, whoever handled it. And they probably, Disney is not a slouch. I'm not saying that Disney does no wrong, but <laughs> Trista said, you're going to get this money before he do. Hey, look, Disney, if y'all want to drop me a check, if y'all want to drop me a check, girl, I will never say no. Anyway. Uh, good luck to Jeffrey Scott in his copyright infringement case. Unfortunately, I cannot say that I have a lot of faith in him winning because you don't have any paperwork. Paperwork is important, people. As much as we don't want to do it, paperwork is what helps you get over the hump, especially in business. For me, I have a motto. If it's, if it didn't put it, my motto is put it on paper or it didn't happen, right? If, if it's not written down somewhere, to me, you cannot prove it happened unless you have some videotape. So Jeffrey Scott, unless you have a videotape of Jim Henson or whoever verbally saying, hey, Jeffrey, you have copyrights to this, blah, blah, blah. You're going to have a hard uphill battle to prove that you own the copyrights to this production battle. So good luck to you, sir. All right. Okay. Uh, moving on to our next story. Um, has anybody, well, before we move on, has anybody seen the Muppet Babies reboot? I know some of y'all have kids. Have, has anybody seen the Muppet Babies reboot? Let me know if you have. I have not. I don't have children. Um, I don't watch Disney Channel, although I do have the Disney app. Maybe it's on there. I'll check it out. Um, but has anybody seen the Muppets reboot? Anybody? Uh, while I get your answers for that, we're going to move on to our next story. And just to remind you guys, you're watching NPL Legal Dish, my Monday through Thursday live broadcast where we learn business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. 76 Grimka has not seen it. Okay, that's cool. Me neither. All right. Uh, all my Kanye West fans, former or present, if you were a Kanye, hey, Steph, love her. If you were a Kanye West fan, if you are a Kanye West fan, Give me a KW in the comments. Uh, Kanye West, if you are a former or present Kanye West fan, give me a KW in the comments, okay? Now, we all know that Kanye has been uh, in the news for different things, trying to run for president. Uh, I, I read today that uh, he might be trying to run for governor if he is not allowed to run on the presidential ballot, 
Um, and you know, Kanye has been doing some interesting things. Um, he's not been making a whole lot of music, but he's been doing some things. No Kanye, no Kanye West fans, no old Kanye West fans, no present. Like, I love old Kanye West. College dropout. <laughs> 76 Grim K said KW lowercase only. Like, I love college dropout. I love his first three albums, right? Um, but we all know Kanye has gone a little bit off the deep end. Now, um, Kanye West's, uh, Trista Bradford said KW saying Kanye, not, we don't use that word here, uh, Trista, okay? <laughs> uh, but I understand the sentiment. Um, anyway, so Kanye's last, uh, I guess, project was something called Ultra Light Beam, right? Um, and apparently, uh, in this song, has anybody, hey, the sincere God, has anybody heard Kanye West's Ultra Light Beam? If you have, please give me a U in the comments. I have not heard the song personally, um, but, you know, it's, it's his later stuff. I'm not really interested in Kanye's later stuff. Um, but if you have heard Ultra Light Beam by Kanye West, please give me a U in the comments. Um, now, uh, in this song, apparently Kanye West uses a recording of a baby praying or a child praying. Uh, it was a viral video of a baby praying and, uh, he used the, he used the, the audio in his song and didn't get permission to use the audio. Now, the parents of this child who go by the name Andrew and Shirley Green, they have filed a copyright infringement suit against Kanye West for using the audio of their video in his song. Here is the problem. While they filed an application for a copyright application for the video, they ne- they did not have or they do not have an actual registered copyright, right? So they sued Kanye West for copyright infringement. They went to the court and say hey and said, "Hey, Kanye West used our daughter's prayer video. We filed our application for cop for a copyright. We want to sue him for copyright infringement." And what do you think the court said? What do you guys think the court said? What do you think the court said when this family said, hey, Kanye West used our baby's recording. He didn't have permission. And we filed an application for a copyright. What do you think they said? Now, there are some key words in the statements that I just said. I'm going to see if y'all catch it. Do you catch it? Can you catch it? 76 Grim K said, by Felicia. But why by Felicia, 76 Grim K? You're not wrong. But why by Felicia? Why do you think? Why do you think 76 Grim K? Because you're on the right track. The court did not accept their argument that uh, Kanye West was guilty of copyright infringement. Does anybody have any idea why the court might have said that? The sincere God said, didn't catch it. Okay, remember, I said they applied for a copyright. They don't don't have it yet. So the court said, look, an application for a copyright is not 
equal to a copyright registration. So technically you guys don't have a copyright, so there is no copyright infringement here. So yes, Kanye West did use this recording. Yes, Trista, it has to be an act of copyright. So yeah, Kanye West did use the recording. There's no, there's no dispute about that. Right, they don't have the copyright. There's no dispute about that, but the issue is y'all didn't have, y'all don't have a registered copyright. You just filed the application. So again, this is a lesson to all of us. This is why it's important to have our paperwork in order beforehand, because these people are trying to basically catch up to see if they can get a dollar from Kanye when you should have had this tra uh, copyrighted from the beginning. The sincere God said, oh, they have no case. Absolutely. The court said, look, girl, we appreciate the effort, but this application here, this is not proof that, that you have a registered copyright. Where is the actual registration? Show me the money. Um, so they said, sorry, girl, no, there's no copyright infringement here. So Kanye West is free to um, continue with this version of Ultralight Beam, and we will continue to pray that, you know, Kanye West comes back to us somehow, some way. All right. I think we're going to finish early today. So we're going to jump into Q&A. Um, so if you have any questions that you want to ask me, please get them ready. Okay. We're going through this a lot faster than I expected this evening. Maybe I should have done four stories. I try to keep, I try to keep the show to three stories so we can get into uh, so, so we can get into, you know, the, the facts and stuff. And sometimes it goes a lot quicker than I thought. Um, all right. Our last story for the evening before we go on, ladies and gentlemen, you are watching NPL Legal Dish. This is where you learn business and legal concepts using your favorite celebrities, the hottest news, uh, you know, what, whatever's on the blogs, we, we bring it here and we give you the legal tea behind it. And we also teach you lessons on how to be a boss in these streets. All right. If you're in the, um, legal phase in the startup phase of your business and you need legal guidance to get your business off the ground, I'm your girl. I'm Natalie Pierre Lewis. I'm a licensed attorney who focuses on business formation. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and link up with me. Okay. All right. Moving on to our final uh, story of the evening. Does anybody here know about the streetwear brand Supreme? If you uh, if you have heard of the streetwear brand Supreme, please give me an S in the comments. If you have heard of the brand Supreme, give me an S in the comments. Okay. Uh, now we know Supreme, Supreme, they're a streetwear brand. They're very expensive and they have basically built their reputation upon scarcity. Thank you for the S's. You know, they'll do a drop. It's very limited. You got to get it while it's there or, you know, it's gone forever. Thank you for all the S's, right? Thank you, Trista. Um, and you know, they, they put the Supreme label on anything. I've seen Supreme yarmulkes uh, Supreme, whatever you want to, Supreme will put their name on it, right? Um, including clothing, like sweatshirts. But there is a sweatshirt company that is suing Supreme for trademark infringement. There is a company called Spirit Clothing Company, and they have a sweatshirt design that has a federal trademark. It's on the secondary register, not the primary, but it's still there. Um, 
which means that when the USPTO issued them the trademark, they weren't exactly sure that it, that it was distinctive, but they're like, we're giving you a shot to become distinctive, right? So Spirit Clothing Company got, got kind of like a second tier trademark for their sweatshirt design. Um, and the signature points of this designer that it has dropped shoulders, noticeable seams and stitching. So you can see where they sew it like in the middle, on the shoulders, all that stuff. And all that, they were able to protect that as a design. Now, this company, they're no slouch. They have collaborated with Disney, Warner Brothers, Ritz-Carlton, and a lot of fraternities and sororities. And they're saying that people, you know, they recognize um, their design and they associate it with their business. They associate this particular sweatshirt with the visible stitching in the middle and on the ends with Spirit Clothing Company. So can I ask you guys here in the audience, have any of you heard of Spirit Clothing Company? Please just give me a yes or a no. Give me a yes or a no. Okay? Now, um, Spirit Clothing Company is suing Supreme for trademark infringement because they're saying that Supreme is using their design. And Supreme's argument is that, like, look, we're not trying to pretend that we're Spirit. We're putting, uh, thank you, 76 Grim K. We're putting our name all over these sweatshirts. It says Supreme on the front, on the back. Under no circumstances would anybody ever mistake this for a spirit clothing company item. And, um, and, and this is their argument against spirit clothing company. Spirit clothing company is like, it's not about the name. It's about the design. People associate this design with our brand. So I want to know from you guys, whose side are you on in this, in this story, Supreme or Spirit? Supreme is saying, look, yes, you know, the styles are similar, but we are, by no means are we trying to be Spirit. Supreme, we have, we, our name, our name is big enough on its own. When people hear our name, they come running. There's no, we don't have to steal from you, Spirit. And Spirit is saying, it's not about the name. It's about the shirt itself. When people see that shirt, they think of us. That's what they're saying. So I want to know from you guys, whose side are you on, Supreme or Spirit? Whose side are you on? For me, I'm on Supreme's side. I And that's just me because I don't think that the sweatshirt is that distinctive of a design. Now, that's disagreeing with the USPTO because they did put it on the secondary uh, on the secondary registry. But to me, the sweatshirt is not so unique that I couldn't find it anywhere. The Sincere God said Supreme, 76 Grim K said Supreme. Anybody else, anybody on Spirit's side, anybody think that Spirit should have this sweatshirt design um, protected? If you want to see the sweatshirt, go to this website. Go to thefashionlaw.com, and you will see the story about Supreme versus Spirit. Um, because I wanted to put the pictures up in, in my stories today, but the thing is, the sweaters are so dark, and it's hard to see the details and it was it was going to be a lot. But if you want to go check out the sweaters yourself, go to the Fashion Law and you will find the Supreme Story and check out the shirts for yourself. The Sincere God said that design is on a lot of clothing. Okay, so the Sincere God said that this is not unique. I've seen this everywhere. Um, so I guess, so Spirit may, may have a long uphill battle if they continue this trademark infringement suit against Supreme. So, um, so I guess we're all team Supreme here. I have at least two. 
Um, I, I'm on Supreme's side. I really don't think that, first of all, I've never heard of Spirit Clothing Company before today, right? And Supreme Clothing, the Supreme name itself has clout. Supreme doesn't have to ride on anybody's back. People see the Supreme name and they come running. They're ready to drop hundreds of dollars on Supreme. What reason would Supreme have to steal your design when their name is enough in itself, right? But, you know, Spirit, they have their trademark and it is their, it's your job when you have a registered trademark to defend it zealously. So this is what they are doing. They're saying you stole our design and you're pretending to be us and there is a possibility of confusion in the marketplace. So do you think that there is a possibility of confusion between Spirit Clothing Company and Supreme? If you think there is, give me a yes. If you don't think so, give me a no. I personally don't think so because Supreme slaps their red and white label on everything. It is basically impossible to mix up a genuine, a Supreme item with something else because their mark is so distinctive, right? But um, that's just my take. But maybe you guys think differently. Anybody think differently? Does anybody think that Spirit has a credible claim against Supreme? Anybody? 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 No. 76 Grimke said no. I agree with you, girl. Um, Spirit, while while you may have gotten your secondary trademark, uh, I don't know if the design is distinctive enough that, that Supreme is trying to ride on your coattails. The sincere God said no. Anyway, um, good luck to, Sup to Supreme and Spirit. I honestly think that Supreme is going to prevail in this. They haven't really commented on this, but I just, the whole point, trademark infringement is the the whole point of trademark infringement is that you cause confusion in the marketplace. I don't see how there could be confusion if Supreme's name is all over these items and Supreme is known for taking everyday items and making them more expensive because they put their name on it. The whole point of a Supreme item is the name. Supreme is not trying to be anybody else out in these streets. So to me there's no possibility of confusion and therefore no trademark infringement, but that is just me. Okay. All right. But, um, those were the stories that I had for you this evening. We have about four minutes before we have to end. So if you want to do a Q and a session real quick, you can get your questions in. If you have questions about the stories that we covered, the Muppet stories, thank you. 76 Grimke. If you, uh, you want to talk about the Muppet babies and Jeffrey Scott, um, saying that he owns part of it, Kanye West winning out over a baby, um, and Supreme versus Spirit. This is your time to ask questions. If you also have questions on business formation, like how do I register my business? How do I get an EIN number? What, you know, how do I make sure that my contracts are strong? What base brand protection strategies? Now's your time to ask as well. We have three minutes before we have to close out. So I want to give you that time. Or if you feel like we're good, we can close out. We'll be back tomorrow with more stories. It's all up to you. This is your show, guys. You know, I'm just the host. Y'all carry it through. So let me know what y'all want to do. Why are you doing this? Don't do this to me. Ah, okay. All right. So I don't see any, uh, the sincere God asked what city I am located in Hyattsville, Maryland, the sincere God. Okay. 
All right. Uh, so I, I don't see any subs, any questions about business formation coming in or about the stories. So I'm going to assume that we're good for tonight. So we're going to close out. Um, take care of yourselves. Please stay inside. Y'all, the COVID rates are going up. Look, I'm not going, I can't go home for Thanksgiving because COVID rates are going up and I don't want to get my family sick. I'm sick of being home. I would like to go visit my family. Please stay inside. Um, Take care of yourselves, wash your hands, wear your masks, um, and we will convene tomorrow, okay? Bye-bye.